Hello and welcome to A Star to Steer Her By, a Star Trek podcast. This week we are on episode 63, in which we will discuss 11001001. And, oh, you know what we should have done? You should have started it, and then I would have done it in a different pitch. You know, they're fucking creepy voices. Where they all finishy Chandler's sentences (laughs) and shit. And, too short a season. One one zero zero one zero zero one. The Enterprise is visited by the Binars, who are there to make some. What do they actually call them? There was enhancements. A, enhancements. Natural male enhancement. That's, from what, that's what right natural, was looking at. Natural female enhancements. Oh. <laughs> How real are you? Uh, actually about sums up the episode yeah, yeah. that's basically it uh, so the binars visit to make some enhancements to the holodeck uh, no, no the whole computer the holodeck's just yeah. part of it they're oh. doing the whole oh well I they're guess making the whole missed. thing fixing her up Riker goes to test out the new holodeck i.e. put one in a hollow woman and while he's there very impressed with the atmosphere Picard joins him and then everything goes fucky the magnetic Whatever shield, shield is it a shield? The magnetic field around the antimatter containment unit. Yeah, so that starts to break down, and they have to go straight to red alert, jettisoning Finney immediately, 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 and everyone abandons ship. They're like, I wonder if the Bynars had something to do with it. I wonder if everyone actually abandoned ship with us because we didn't check. Well, as it turns out, Picard and Riker are still in the holodeck. Threesome. K-I-S-S-I-N-G. They have no idea what's going on because the fucking computer for some reason was like, nope, nobody's left in here. Whoop, 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 whoop. Well, it was but that obviously was, the Bynars. The Bynars did this, yeah. So everyone everyone leaves uh, the ship and Picard and Riker are still in there in the holodeck getting their rocks off. They send the ship into orbit, because I think the fucking things turn into orbit, into space, because the, you know, antimatter and the matter are going to get together and make a big bang, if you know baby. what I mean. And, and bang, uh, baby. So as soon as it's out into space, the, the magnetic field starts to regenerate, and Picard and Riker are like, whoop, I guess that's enough masturbating today, and they leave. We and, get our photo. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Someone's gonna need to clean up the mess. <laughs> I hope it's like an oven in there, like it's got like a cleaning a mode. Yeah, I hope so, because Jesus, I wouldn't want to be that poor fucking beam ensign. Up, beam it out into space. That's a good point. It's just gets on some other ship's no, windshield no, has, and the wipe. That's one of the replicator because you can't have we can't be losing <gasps> mass. Uh, we already talked a few weeks ago about reusing. I'm not we, admitting we the can episode. never talk enough about sending space junk into space. Space junk. Space jizz from space junk. Anyway. Anyway, uh, so Picard and Riker leave the holodeck and they're like, where the fuck is everybody? Oh, what the fuck? And they go to the bridge and the binars are there and they're dying and they're like, what the fuck? So they access the computer and they're like, oh, fuck, we have to. They uploaded a bunch of shit. They filled up our whole fucking hard drive. What the fuck did they do? Riker's all, where's my harp porn? They deleted my harp porn. This better be important. And so they they call, they phone a friend, they call Data, and they're like, we're gonna find this file, what the fuck? And Data's like, they're fucking binars, you morons, look up binary. And they're like, okay. And they find it, and it's huge. And I think at this point, one of the binars kind of, the binars kind of wake up, and they're like, we need your help. 
And uh, <laughs> <laughs> like a word, word thing. Chris actually, so sorry, that's Chris actually made that observation, so I will not take credit. But they're like, our fucking like planet exploded or something. There was a supernova. We were too close to it. Everything got fried. We're doomed. Please like re-upload our files to the cloud or we were all going to die. And they're like guessing it passwords and they figured out, was it Minuet? Was I right? No, it never was Minuet. It was just Damn it, it should have been Minuet. What a bunch yeah, of bullshit. Yeah, Data was like, yeah, do an eight string <laughs> yeah. of... Well, that was the ones. file name, but then they had to like do some kind of other code thing. No, no, they? that was the pa- the password, oh. which is really stupid, a shitty password, right? Because there's 256 possible combinations. It would take like 10 seconds for a computer, to which try is about off. how long it took. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Were they making it obvious to find though? I think oh, that. Yeah, I think yeah, that, that we're getting too deep. Well, then why put a password already? on? Okay, whatever. Yeah, we'll yeah. Get to that. So anyway, they guessed the password in about 10 seconds, and the day is saved, and the binars are like. We will gladly take whatever punishment you will meet out, or whatever the fuck, fucking weirdos. And uh, I, love them. I know, I, I, uh, we'll get there. At any rate, they're like, oh, if you need to punish us, that's cool. And Picard's like, nah, bro, but why didn't you just ask? And they were like, because we were afraid you'd say no. And that was it. Yeah, basically, yeah, basically it. Yeah, um, and then, and then, but Riker's woman was gone. Oh, yeah, yeah it was very went. sad. Lucky her. She, oh. And actually, her replacement was a fucking dog. Wow. All all of the other women he manifested in there were... Riker still mm. tested each one to check. I thought the the, the blonde, the first one was okay. Blondes don't go with jazz or whatever the fuck. What is that supposed to mean? And then they give him another blonde woman. Well, she was like a... Like a dirty blonde. Dirty blonde. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> dirtier than you can imagine. Well, if she's in Riker's hol- uh, hologram. Look, yeah. Alaskans don't go with Jazz Riker, so. It's true. He's Alaskan, right? I'm not making that he up. He is Alaskan. Wow. He's not Canadian. He's a. John you know, Frakes? Or no, Riker? Riker. He's okay. from Alaska. The holograms are lucky that they can't, like, get all of his space STDs. That's all I'm saying. Are they STIs now? STIs, right? Have we gotten rid of STD? I thought those are technically two different, two different things. Two different things? I don't know. Oh, I guess infection versus... I don't really know. It Although either matter. way, in the future, it's SSTD or I, because it's space... Well, for a second, I thought you were being serious, but something. you're actually just making up bullshit. I am. Anyway, the next okay, episode. Hey, 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 hey. Uh, the next episode, too short a season, we see some really fucking bad old age oh, makeup. Admiral, worse than in the fucking old years? What was de- the deadly years, I think. Mm. Yeah, and I mean, on par, definitely, with how shitty they made Bones look. It's like, yeah. he was actually fucking old. Why? You just put a well, little... They wanted to make him look... Way old. Extra old. They wanted yeah, to make him look they, like hundreds well, of years old. Well, they fucked it. Everybody looks terrible. So, uh, Admiral Mark Jameson is getting... He's an admiral. Uh, hence, his, it's not his first name. It's his title. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> gets picked up from whatever floating rocking chair he was laying on because there's a hostage situation on Mordon 4. Uh, and is it Mordan? Mordan. Mordan, excuse me. I say less Dan. I say less. I was just going to say <laughs> I would prefer more David. So I'm really glad that we're on the same page as usual. So anyway, there's a there's a hostage situation on Mordan 4 and Admiral Mark Jameson is going because he has dealt 45 years earlier with a hostage situation with the governor there, Karnas who I kept calling um, Carnitas. Mm. He looked delicious. Uh, no, just In kidding. his tie-dye uniform. I, oh, oh, God, yes. Like, like blue camo. I like it. It was like tie-dye, though. 
Ooh, it's getting hot in here. Anyway, so he he shows up, him and his his sexy little wifey thing, who actually, they didn't old up at all, She which made sense because she was actually an older actress. I know, I know, I know. Whatever. She looked good. But she, but was, not, first, she was no 80-some-odd years old. No, he there's no have, way. He could have like, um, married a younger chick. Well, they were you 50, know, had been married for 50 years. So, so he, 50. he married her. <laughs> I was going to say, right out of the womb, I was just going to say that. Is this a Roy Moore situation? Oh. No, two, I was, was going to say Stephanie Myers. Is this a Patrick Stewart situation here? Whoa, what? Patrick Stewart's wife is like 25. Ooh, well, listen, he probably can't get it up anymore. Mm. And she's gonna get a lot of fucking money. So also, he's Patrick really... fucking Stewart. Okay? Yeah, I any woman will be Stewart. I listen. I'll just be his side piece. I don't give a there shit. I love him. I, for the street cred, any I would... man would be lucky. Anyone, I any, mean... any, any bipedal humanoid. <laughs> Everything else would any be any Vulcan, any Romulan would be unable to anybody. consent. It would be creepy. So anyway, enough about Sir Patrick's boner. <laughs> Oh, I'm so sorry, Patrick. You should be. It's Patrick Stewart. Can I call you Patrick? I'm so sorry. Anyway, so uh, so he's going. They're going to um, Mordan to visit Carnitas and hopefully fix this situation, this hostage crisis that's happening. This fucking guy, his brilliant plan, he got some alien microbe space jism that he drank to become fountain youth. of youth sauce so <laughs> oh, liberally. i'm gonna call that um, that's what comes gonna be from now on oh they say it's good for the skin right oh i mean here's the thing they also say that morning urine is good for treating acne so like i piss on my face every day <laughs> <laughs> Jenny, piss on face every day So we are on a roll. Anyhow, uh, to wrap this up, um, he starts getting young, but uh, he had initially got two doses so that he and his hot wife could have bangy times for another 85 years. But the fucking dipshit took both doses because he wanted to be young and virile and shit for his mission. And he destroyed his cellular structure and it never, as he began to grow younger and younger, he was not able to stabilize. And so death was imminent. And with this destabilizing came massive shooting pains and seizure-like situation happening. Oh, and his wife is bullshit, by the way. Rightfully so. And, uh... You talk about it, but the fucking creepy when he's like, let's go fuck Pamela, yeah, we'll talk whatever her that. name is. Anne. Uh, and, uh, Anne, that's right. Thank you. That's good. So they're on their way and, you know, Picard's like, you know, why do you, oh, I gotta do my Sean, Pat- my Sean Connery impression. Why do you want to head this mission so badly, Jameson? <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and he's like, do you know what happened there last time? And it turns out what happened there last time was uh, instead of actually successfully negotiating peace and getting the hostages out, Jameson caved to the demands of Carnitas and gave him a lot of weapons that he was requesting. And then, because his interpretation of the Prime Directive made it make sense, he gave the same weapons to the the other side of a civil war that was apparently taking place on this planet. He basically pulled a it's a you know he pulled a private little war. Mm. Yeah, as long right. as they're both kitted yeah. out with weapons, so, it's okay. Really, it's just the Kirk Doctrine. Yeah, that's a good point. We should know better now, damn it, Jim. So he admits all of this to Picard, and he's like, that's why I have to go do it, blah, whatever. And he, the whole time he's on the ship, he's like, first of all, has a huge boner to be back on the ship, and second of all, is like, I'm gonna head this away team myself, yada yada, whatever. Look, I can walk again. Oh, God, so gross. And uh, anyway, so by the time they get to Mordan, he is like... Young and 
actually kind of attractive. I was yeah. I was a little surprised because he was not, he was about Riker Riker level of attractiveness. Yeah, the two with of them could have hit without it off. the beard. Without the beard. Okay, good. Big, I just want pre, to... Pre-beard Pre-beard Riker. Yeah. Um, and so he's like, all right, let's do this shit. And uh, he and all of the most important members of the crew, as always, go down. And I'm like, okay, you're going to fucking send this guy? He keeps having fucking spasms. You think that's a good idea during a fucking important mission? And it doesn't sound like they had a choice. Well, I know, because he's an admiral. You pulled rank. I was actually kind of waiting for him to take over the ship, because when he's at the con, he's like, yeah. Mm-hmm. And Picard's like, don't forget you only have it for a little bit, dickass. Mm-hmm. Anyway, they go to the planet, and he's like, let's go to the tunnels where he held the hostages last time. They'll definitely be there. But they've, like, blocked it off, and there's a firefight, and uh, he has a spasm, and they're like, oh, no! And they all transport back up, and he's obviously dying, and he's like, we have to go turn me over. It's the only way to get the hostages free. So they go over to Carnitas, and uh, he's like, you know, it's me. You've always been stubborn, blah, 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 whatever. Long story short, he dies painfully in front of Karnas, who is like, all right, well, I'm good. Release the hostages. <laughs> That's all I wanted. The end. I wanted this guy to die. Yeah. The end, basically. Yeah. That's it. Happy ending, sort of. <laughs> right. yeah. That's the usual guy. No, uh, okay, so 11001001. I liked this one. This was actually, possibly, my favorite of the series so far. Yeah, yeah I, heard, I, really I keep like hearing that. that it's the best of season one. And honestly, I think it's pretty good regardless, so. It's a really good episode. Yeah, no, I think it's, yeah, no, the only, the only objection I think I had to the whole thing was, like, Riker and Minuet, it was just creepy how quickly well, he was, like, I could fall in love with this hologram. I feel like that's in in his character, though. There were yeah. a couple other elements of the of the script that I thought were extraneous. Is he oh, a can cancer? I do the? Can I do the? Red alert! Eject Finny. Red, red alert! Eject Finny! Plot hole alert! Plot hole alert! Okay. So. Oh, I think I know this one. So binars. the binars intended to lock Riker in the holodeck. Yep. So that in case they died, as they did that there would be somebody to resurrect them yep. when they got to their home planet. They did not intend Picard to get, also get locked, and that was just a happy coincidence, as right. Minuet but says. Both of them. But it was a two-person job to yeah. wake them up. Yeah. So, what and the fuck, And it totally didn't need binars. to be a two-person job. It was literally it added two seconds yeah. to the episode. It like, wasn't also, like, Riker probably could have done it with just two hands yeah. on both consoles. <laughs> yeah. it's, one yeah, those, and the... it's one of those puzzles in a video game where you have to like hit the X in the right time so everybody hits the button at the same time. <laughs> All uh, Final Fantasy VII. Yeah, the realize, realization that, oh, there's always two binars because they come in pairs. Maybe we have to do it twice. It's like, really? That's a really stupid, stupid conclusion. Yeah. You should feel bad for thinking of it. But other than that, other than that massive plot hole, yeah, uh, I'm and again, really like the episode, and you know, and the fact that their their home planet is called Binus, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's like a two anus person. <laughs> there you go. I was thinking wow. a two penis. I was thinking like a oh. bifurcated penis. But yeah, no, <laughs> I could also have done without the um, going to auto destruct. I thought that was an unnecessary complication. They, they, they apparently uh, need fewer people to do it now, too. It's true. They only needed captain and first officer. Yeah. yeah. I it also... wasn't a code. It was just saying yes. Well, yeah. they had, like, biometric authentication. Stuff, yeah. It, like, took some of their blood Penis. or something. But, um... Yeah, you have to fuck the computer to go to auto-destruct. Mm. Well, I'm guessing... <laughs> Sounds if, like my if, kind of job. So I, I would imagine there might be different rules for the auto-destruct, depending <laughs> on who's on board. Yeah, like, if there's true. literally only two people on board, 
yeah. that are authorized, then I'm sure the computer would make an exception. Or, like, if the captain was the only person there, he could probably do it on his own. That's yeah, true. Yeah, that makes sense. And plus, really, at the end of the day, if you really wanted to, I'm sure it wouldn't be hard to boop a few buttons and just cause the warp core to go critical. Yeah. Mm. Just turn off just that magnetic that field. The, the magnetic field could just yeah. throw, throw some aluminum foil in That's there. That's probably it right up. how the self-destruct works anyway. Yeah. Where it just like deactivates the magnetic field around the antimatter. Probably. Yeah. Well, no. If 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 the only the only auto destruct we've ever seen go all the way through is the original Enterprise, mm-hmm. and that explosion started in the saucer. Yeah, I mean, that's like one, they had charges in the saucer. Yeah, that one appears like they're they just built explosives into the ship. Yeah, it, it would make more sense to just have the core go crazy. Yeah, because well, it's like also, we are built out of a bomb. You don't want active explosives like fucking sitting around either. Although that I seems think, like a, seems like, like an OSHA violation. Yeah, <laughs> Wesley could easily like, hey, I bought this bomb activating device. Although now that I think of it, I think we talked about this with Star Trek 3 and we said the reason you wouldn't want a warp core malfunction to be the auto destruct is you really. There's a point where you can't stop yeah, a warp you, core breach. Oh yeah. Whereas well, with auto destruct, you can, you know, to to you know, it always stops at one. To quote, uh, although like that one it started like, stopped at one fifty nine. Yeah, that was nice. That was yeah. Yeah, there wasn't even any artificial tension. But I think that's okay so... because it was just I, you know I'm okay with it because because a it was kind of a like you say it was a distraction, but I think it was okay because it showed the seriousness of the situation and how far Picard is willing to. To like go. Yeah, around. but I think the first thing you do before saying, "Well, let's go to auto destruct because we don't know what's going on," is how about you go talk to the binars? Yeah, but you're a they, fucking they, diplomat. They, they do your job. That, they didn't know if they were going to even be able to get to the bridge. Yeah. They were in engineering. Didn't they beam in? They eventually beamed. That's how they decided to. Do get they in. not know they'd be able to beam in? Well, they didn't know if maybe the binars were there waiting with guns and were yeah. going to shoot them. You know, then that, they, that then was, that's they'd why beam in with guns themselves. That's why they did beam in with guns. Themselves. But that was that was why they beamed in two different locations. Yeah. Was they were like maybe. Oh, so they couldn't be surrounded. So yeah. Much. So if we're if lucky, somebody... they'll only kill one of us. Surprised. Maybe. The point is, it was. It, I think it was a prudent precaution to. to to activate the self-destruct because if the binars like what if the binars had drained you know had had removed all the oxygen off of the bridge and they mm. beamed in and they suffocated to death you yeah know, there's, there's lots of things that could have gone wrong yeah so they had a fail safe which was well if we aren't able to regain control of the ship then and this is you know, blow up one of the most advanced ships in the fleet and presumably if a constitution class could destroy the surface of a planet, as was mentioned several times in TOS. Mm. I'm sure this motherfucker could do even worse. Incidentally, if they had gone through with the self-destruct, it would have been committing genocide because all of the yes. binars <laughs> were in the computer. Yeah, yeah, they, which they, yeah. But yeah, I liked it because I feel like with these two, I feel like just last week I was sort of bemoaning the fact that like when the fuck does Picard become Picard? And I feel like between these two episodes it starts to fall into place. Yeah, this was a very Picard Picard episode. Yeah, like more so the next one, but even this one, you know, just, he got to be in a very dire strait. You know, we've not seen that yet. Like mm-hmm. at this scale, again, he just pops out and is like, oh God, we're the only ones on the ship. I don't know what's going on. And then once he realizes something is afoot, he's like, all right, cancel the violence. Let's talk to people. Yeah, we'll make it, we'll, we'll figure we'll, it out. Yeah, so, um, you know, I feel like he's starting to sort of, again, sort of, the pieces are beginning to fall into place, and that's good because. Picard up until this point has been mostly disappointing. Mm. But yeah, the binar is very, very Thermian esque. Yeah. Uh, at first, I don't know. I, except they were always kind of creepy in a way the Thermians never were. They remind me a lot of the Talosians. Yeah. 
Yeah, there's well, a lot make, of that the there. The makeup was kind of totally Yeah, and they, and they did the whole casting very small women in the role so they'd have a different physical look, which was mm. cool. That annoyed me. It's like, Riker, they have told you they're, they're not yeah, a gender species. Yeah, he called them gentlemen species. a million times. He kept calling them guys, gentlemen. Like, you fucking... Be better than that. But isn't the, it's um, the future? We're all tolerant now. Well, but in the future, at least in Star Trek, isn't like the male actually the default? Like, isn't everybody sir? It depends on who's writing the uh, episode. Yeah, that's or movie. more like military. Yeah. Types thing. Oh, all right. Well, I don't know. Plus, Sean Connery even said to him, like, yeah, no, they're not, they're not gendered. Sean Connery. The, their boss had a very sort of like Sean Connery when he has a beard look going I thought on. He, he looked I, like he looked like. Picard with a beard. That was yeah. I thought it was like the Picard casting department. (laughs) Yeah. Why are you casting a guy that looks very similar to Patrick Stewart? Maybe maybe uh, maybe like Leslie. He was uh, Stewart's stand-in in some sense. Well, I was wondering that. I was wondering if he was like a stand-in or a stunt guy, and they just had to like sub him in because he looked a lot like him. I wouldn't maybe, be surprised. Maybe the initial casting fell through, and they're like, "Shit, Johnson, you're in the episode now. We have a, we have uniforms that fit you. You're in." Actually, that's I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, that'd be interesting. Oh, our first uh, actual, I know we brought it up previously, but our first proper mention of Parisi Squares. Yeah, and that's they're really right. stupid-looking uniforms. So stupid. Yes. Really dumb. It's also, like, in the future, it's mentioned as being, like, an extremely dangerous game. Yeah. And yet, they're like, yeah, we're just having a little little fun. Well, I mean, for Worf, certainly. If that's winning true. doesn't matter. Why do you keep score? Yeah, I like that. Was a, see, like again, I, I, I love feel you, like, Worf. Uh, you know, something I've been thinking about this show is is one, you know, because it's definitely been slow out of the gate, mm. and I think that one of the things that has really kind of been lacking is we haven't really gotten to our characters very much yet. Like yeah. we know, like Data is fairly well developed at this point. Yeah. Mm. Picard's getting there. Riker Finally. doesn't have a beard yet. Like Riker, but like, but otherwise, like the other characters are fairly two dimensional. Mm. And eventually, obviously, we are going to have some really fully fled. You know, I was thinking about this in relation to I was watching. Uh, we watched Family Guy, Star Trek, uh, Orville. Orville. Actually, I know you've watched like the first two episodes. Only the first Chris. episode at this point. The rest are actually That's good right. to no, oh, okay to no, good. No, don't shut the fuck up. Okay. To, no, there was wow. that was good. I, there, there I, were, I would say there were probably two episodes that I was like, "Yeah, this is this is good." Otherwise, I was like, "This is derivative." The dri- see the derivative ones were ones that I was like, "They're do- they're go- at least going the right direction." Mm-hmm. Well, I don't I don't want to anyway. turn this into the the Orville podcast. We should we should do an Orville spinoff when we're done. Maybe Orville 10-4. Here's the thing, right? And this is more. I'm going to speak generally about the Orville, or as I like to call it, store brand Star Trek. <laughs> um, I thought you were going to say Snorville. <laughs> store uh, brand. Star I mean, it kind of is, right? I mean, it's like it, no, it, that's perfect. It looks similar. You could, if you like, saw the two next to each other, you'd be like, hmm, you know. Anyway, um, I think it works just as well. Yeah, but it's not quite there. It's just like it's like those Oreos that are just a little too mushy, and you know? mm. they're not. They don't have the crisp. Although Hydrox came first. I know, but they're shittier, so yeah. that's why they're dead now. Yeah. You gotta get the Trader Joe's ones. The Trader Joe's ones are pretty good. Those are good. For store brand Oreos. Yeah. What are they called? JoJo's. That's it. Jo-Jo's. Yeah, those are good. Sorry, I know you were saying Anyway, so what I was gonna say is I think one of my biggest hang-ups with the Orville, and admittedly one of my biggest hang-ups with this first season of Star Trek, has been the characters are virtually non-existent. Like, there's actors playing parts. Yeah. But, for example, like, so Oroville, right? Mm-hmm. I know that there's the, like, the, the snarky 
pilot guy. There's and the snarky navigator, a, who's the same character, but blacker. But yes, but a black guy. Yeah, no, but his character. I see his character. I feel like is just pretty much just like the black guy, which is kind of upsetting because mm. they tried to give him a little more to do in the later episodes. But like at first, I was like, oh, this guy's just he's like doing the black thing, and it's just a little dated. Anyway, there's like the 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 tough girl character, the one that's strong. Oh, with the weird ears. Like the only characters whose, whose names I know are the only character whose name <laughs> I know is Vortis, who's like the I Klingon. Keep his he's name. the he's the only one I know. I don't know. Isaac is my favorite. Oh yeah, I Isaac. Isaac. I guess I know him. But Isaac I, is the but best. I don't character. know what's he's the robot. What he's is the robot? He hates the children so okay. much. Okay, all right. Pop quiz, Hutcha. What is the the first officer's name? Kelly. Oh shit! You knew it. Is that it? Yes, and What's she a, knew it immediately. Not only did she know good. it, it was like there wasn't even a fucking. But the hair, okay, all right. I almost said Kristen, and then it realized nope, because I, I knew what you were gonna ask. What What's Seth MacFarlane's name? Captain. Yeah, <laughs> Captain Captain Brian from Family. <laughs> I was just saying. So Seth MacFarlane has a Christmas a holiday album. Mm. I will say because there's a couple that actually say Christmas, but the rest of them are just sort of general winteriness. But like whenever we listen to it, all is I can just, see is, is Brian. Brian from yeah. That's it. Like Seth MacFarlane is Brian. But yeah, that's the thing. Like, but admittedly, Kelly, her character is Seth MacFarlane's ex-wife. Yeah. Beginning and end. I don't know. See, I think the character is very just very close to Seth MacFarlane as well. Well, yeah. They like they, each character they, has the same sense of humor. Her so. character is very close to Seth MacFarlane, Seth MacFarlane's wife and has a weird mole between her eyes, which is weird. Yeah. Anyway, my point is first season TNG and first season Orville have a lot in common more than just one is a ripoff of the other. Um, <laughs> which is which, though? <laughs> uh, um, it's also the fact that I think that they're both lacking in character development. And to Chris's point, I think that these two episodes... Are, was it you? I don't know, somebody said... Yeah, these have been good for Picard. Are good for Picard development. And I think in general, we're starting... In like, I was going to say... Oh, yeah, what made me think of this was Worf. Like, yeah. We get a little bit of... We get a one-liner from Worf that's like, oh, yeah, that's something... Well, she even says, well, I think he's, think he's developing a sense of humor. Yeah, which, you know, of course, Tasha will never become a character, unfortunately. That's a shame. Um, I'm sorry. Interesting Tasha Yar, pro, cats, yep. con, rape gangs. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Her likes and dislikes are pro, banged data. Oh, con. my God. <laughs> Don't slut shame Tasha We Yar. saw in this episode... Um, a uh, crewman with a scant. We did. Oh, I missed the scant. He was yeah, in the he background. Was, he was freaking out during I don't know why the, we went uh, from Tasha banging everyone immediately to scant, but... Yeah. She's chasing skirts? But yeah, he was, hey, sort of, I like that. Chasing he, he was He was freaking out during the, um, <laughs> the order to evacuate. Mm. Oh, no. Oh, that kid that tripped... The kid that tripped, and I noticed that the carpet was a little bunched up. So I'm like, hey. <laughs> that was a real trip. That was a real trip. Why did they keep that footage? No, well, maybe, you know, because it, it makes it look that? chaotic. If I yeah. was nervous, I would trip. There's a scene maybe. much in the future in another evacuation scene where, like, fucking, I blame Rick Berman for this because you know it was a Rick Berman call where, like, they're evacuating and there's children running and a girl drops her teddy bear oh, yeah. and like mm-hmm. it shows like this gratuitous shot of the girl going, <laughs> and it's just like oh fuck you Rick Berman you fuck yeah. and someone stun guns her and carries her away well they're already carrying her away yeah, yeah so it's fine no the uh, back, uh, on the topic of the evacuation I want to draw attention to something that I picked up on so you, 
they show a shot of the transport room and everyone's being beamed out. Mm -hmm. And there's a group of people. There's like two small children. Yep. Wesley. Why are they saving Wesley? A, a woman <laughs> in civilian clothes and a Starfleet officer. Yep. And I'm like, isn't it women and children first? What, 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 are you the great, 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 great grandson of J. Bruce Ismay, you fuck? You get first lifeboat out? Who the hell is J. Bruce Ismay? I'm guessing it's a Titanic. He was, the, he was the president of the White Star Lines. I see. Who famously. He wasn't on the first lifeboat. No, boat but out. he left. No, but then he, he should have gone, gone down, down with, with the, the ship. ship. Yes. Everyone agrees. So if, if Ismay's a shit. Yeah. Anyway. anyway let's talk um, about Data. Data. Dana did some weird shit this episode. First, he thinks he's an artist now. <laughs> and Jordy is tutoring him in art. <laughs> a blind man teaching a robot how to do art. Yeah, Riker was a real asshole. This Riker, episode. Was, Riker was fucking weird. And then Data makes the decision to evacuate the ship and let it go blow itself up out in space. But also decides that it's not yet time to tell the captain exactly. there's a problem. Like, yeah, like the what? minute you were, you were like the magnetic field on the antimatter containment chamber was failing, you tell him to sweep. He says, no, nah, oh, there's, there's no time. Later. We, there's no time. We have to make the decision right now. And then they take like, what, five minutes to evacuate the ship. It's like, you, you had time, buddy. He got there was mad lots with of power. Time. Mad with yeah, power. The fact that no one called the captain. I mean, I guess the idea is that the captain would hear the evacuation alarm. They but... could have just said. They could have said we tried, and whatever the thing that was happening in the in the hollow suite was happening made it not go through. And then they could realize, oh, maybe he's down on taking his shore leaf with his personal relaxation light. I made a note about that. <laughs> yeah. That is so weird. Whatever that is, I don't want to know. Does, like, he, uh, does he have seasonal stupid... defective disorder? Yeah, so seasonal affected affected disorder. Right? Sad because it's uh, it's abbreviated sad because actually. There's Fuck, no... that's probably way more common if you think about it. They're all space, on these long haul, long haul space flights. Mm. Unless you're one of the lucky the bastards sun. that gets to go on an away mission, that's actually probably super common mm. in Starfleet. How do they get all their vitamin D pills? Yeah, yeah, I know. Milk. It's in milk. I'm sure, like. But how, like, oh, replicator. Well, oh, but can you replicate vitamin D into milk? Because, I mean, isn't vitamin. Is vitamin D naturally occurring in milk, or do we just chuck it in there? I don't know. Mm. I don't know either. I know vitamin is R is in the milk. <laughs> <laughs> I don't get it. It's from The Simpsons. Oh. Simpsons. Oh, I thought that was uh, Ernest Saves Halloween or whatever. <laughs> That's a <No>. deep cut. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, to your earlier point, though, Jake, about Ismay. Even if it's not women and children first, you would think it would at least be civilians first. Well, yeah. Like, well, see, the thing is, I feel like it should be people who will be useful on the lifeboat first. But there's, there is no lifeboat. In this case, they're just yeah, they're beaming just, over to, to, to the space oh, dock. To the much bigger space station they're yeah. inside of. It's like, it's not like the Titanic. They're not going to be at sea for days. But yeah, yeah, I mean, you the very least... You can put nothing but children in a lifeboat, though, because then the lifeboat won't go anywhere. <laughs> That's the sequel to Lord of the Flies. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, sorry, I, I sidetracked us back to Ismay Ames. You we were talking keep about sidetracking. data. Oh, let's talk about the Orville again. No. <laughs> oh, and then, but then he all felt bad. It's like, no. Yeah. I mean, he was doing the best with like, what he had. It, well, this is my fault for not being on the bridge. It's like, no, it's not your fault for not being on the bridge. It's your fault for not telling the captain. So it was still your fault, but not for the reason. Well, he, he did thought. eventually try. Guys, how was he supposed to know that those two heads of the sides of civil wars would. Use weapons on each other instead of negotiating peace. Are you uh, trying to segue to the next? No, not really. Actually, not let, really. Let me, make, let me make a case for data. All right. Let me defend data here. All right. 
Presumably. He's not on trial here, Jake. I know, but... That's a late episode. Binars are. Um, so let's say... So everyone was basically on shore leave. Yeah. And they left, and I'm guessing before Picard left for his relaxation light, and Riker left for... Um, his trombone session. His trom- his bone Trumboner. His bone session. He's, oh, God, he called it a bone. That annoyed annoyed bone I was much. like, what the fuck is that? Chris is like, it's a trombone. I was like, oh. Does the holodeck understand that? It apparently did. You know what I realized? Just a quick note that I made before you can go on. They were talking about upgrading the holodeck, and I think the one change that they made was that the characters no longer point out that you're in a weird uniform. Mm. (laughs) I was wondering if maybe this was out of order with uh, with the big goodbye because they make reference in the big goodbye to how the the. Oh, the, they do. The holodeck right. was yeah. recently yeah. upgraded. It was originally oh, intended funny. to air before the big goodbye, See, that and that makes this more would sense. be fixing oh, the so problem funny. from the big goodbye. But uh, then they released them out of order. That's wicked uh, funny for uh, reasons, hmm. yeah. production um, reasons, I imagine. Anywho, continuity. Um, anyway, uh, what I was going to say was uh, so everyone's left. The captain, first officer, they've evident. So I'm guessing before they left, Picard said, "Data, you have the ship." No, no. Wesley had the ship. Fucking what? Did you not? I said that. So, Wesley was the only Enterprise crew on the bridge at one point. He was watching those binars like he had a thing for them. Well, because Riker told him to keep an eye on them. So, because Picard went to his ready room. Picard went to his ready room. Sean Connery was there with the binars. And before Riker left, he gave Wesley the bridge. And I was like... No, yeah, Wesley. Well, well, like I, mean, I know he's technically an officer, yeah, but, but I think he was. I think to, to paraphrase no. Riker here, I think he was throwing Wesley a trombone because because <laughs> what could go wrong? Yeah, somebody they're, just they're doing some maintenance. They're in space dock. Yeah. There's an adult on the bridge. It's like, yeah, yeah Wesley, you have the bridge. But my, my, my think, I think more likely, Picard and Riker were both on shore leave. Data was the senior officer on who was on duty. Yeah, but so, he was painting. So yeah, but he was still sort of you know he was still working and you know, he was still available. Yeah, well he is third in command, isn't he? Yeah, he's a second officer. So oh, good for him. I don't know if that's been established yet, but oh, I, okay. eventually it is. So it makes sense that you know Data thinking, oh, I'm in command of the ship. I have to make a command decision. Yeah. To evacuate the ship, you know. So and you know if his if he has reasonable assumption to believe that the captain and Riker are both off. The ship. And the sh- computer said they weren't yeah. on there, so. Mm. And they didn't know the binars were up to something at that point, so there's no reason to doubt the computer. So I'm actually going to give Data, not I'm not going to give him any blame, I'm actually going to credit him with his quick thinking yeah. uh, and making a uh, game time decision yeah. that if it had actually been an emergency... Would have saved everyone. Yeah, yeah, he didn't shoot true. Wesley out the finny tube, so that's points true. off. Shoot him point. out the finny tube. Uh, I, I will say, though, you remind me of this because you said game time decision. I love when Picard and Riker do set the uh, auto-destruct. You know, you get this ultra-futuristic starship, shitty little, like, LED bulb no. clock. Yeah. It's like, really? Yeah, they couldn't have made it a computer screen, you know, just, like they did in Star Trek Three. Yeah. Yeah, you know, five years earlier. He has it set to analog, or something. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He likes the retro look. Yeah, so. that's a thing. In in twenty the twenty fourth century, the retro looks coming back. It's actually for it, the eighteenth time it, or something. It's a graphic of a cartoon bomb with a wick slowly getting shorter. <laughs> <laughs> wow, the timer. 
Captain. Oh my Captain, god, I Captain, wish that was it. Does that seem appropriate? Look here, number one. If I'm going to destroy my ship, I'm going to have some whimsy, goddammit. <laughs> oh my god. I have two thoughts. First thought is that relaxation light is the same cheap gift shop shit that Riker gave to <laughs> Queen What's Her yes. Ass from uh, Lady Town. In fact, it probably was. If they probably aired that episode out of order too, and yeah. Riker was just regifting it. <laughs> oh. he, not re-gifting, it was a little stole, sticky. <laughs> it was stole. Oh god! It's <laughs> like now that we have this holodeck number one here. So one, the, the note I was looking at earlier that made me kind of grimace was when I took when the binars like kind of glance at Riker and each other and leave on the holodeck. I oh. feel like their thought was, "Let's get out of here. Shit's about to get sticky. We're about to touch dicks." And then Picard walks in. It's like I heard there's some dick touching going on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh, thanks. Here comes no here comes cat. Captain Cockblock. <laughs> <laughs> and the second he learns, oh, Riker's on the holodeck. I'll just walk in. Yeah, this like, sh- I, he could have been he could have been in mid fuck. He could have been balls deep in minuet. I, th- I think we mentioned this awkward. in the um, in the Troy boyfriend episode. Troy friend yeah. episode. Yes, oh. um, and what in the Wyatt Wyatt Derp episode? Wyatt <laughs> Derp. <laughs> you said the same thing. I know. In the episode. I, I, I forgot, I, but that's I great. I the right to recycle my jokes. Oh, um, Troy friend and Wyatt Derp. We are fast approaching the montage episode. That's true. That we I think we said during that one that the holodeck really needs like a lock, a, a lock and you mm-hmm. have to buzz in because this is the second time Riker's been walked in on. In the holodeck while trying to get it on with a lady. To quote a clever girl from Jurassic Park, how many times do I have to tell them to put locks on the doors? <laughs> yeah. yeah, true. How many true. times do you have to? Once should have been sufficient. Mm. My other thought was I fucking hated when Riker and Picard are in the holodeck talking about girl face like she's not there. I know she's not there. I know she's a computer program. I was really bothered. My God, she's incredible. I know. Look at her tits. Like... <laughs> What the fuck? And also the really creepy, like, the Tasha Yard Data-esque moment when he's like, how real are you? Mm. Yo. And I'm just like, uh... Yeah. Are you fully functional I, and trained in many techniques? Like, oh. I was just so uncomfortable. Like, oh. Yeah, I think as a matter of both policy and common sense, yes, the holodeck is going to be used for banging. Like that's it's just going to happen. That was, I think, its initial function. Well, yeah, it was like it was VR porn. Well, they in, stuck in, it in Discovery. They're using it for like combat target training. practice training. Yeah, that yeah. makes sense. Which does yeah. make sense. Yeah. Um, yeah, I remember the opening of that episode being like, "What the fuck is going on?" And then I was like, "Oh, it's just fake." It's a holodeck. Right. Oh, fair enough. Well, if Which we is cool. Yeah, I mean, probably you know they, they, there was the holodeck on the Enterprise originally in TAS. Uh, that they're probably just installing. All right. If we give Kirk virtual women to fuck, maybe he'll... St- nope, he didn't stop. Maybe he'll at least not spread I don't think... I think you are playing into the Kirk... Is a man-whore. The Kirk is a man-whore myth. True, which I think He's we... Kind of he, doesn't, he doesn't do nearly as much banging not, as I expected, in though. In season three, though, it was every fucking Riker, Riker is, is, is already... Is yeah. already surpassed He's, yeah, Kirk's he's a fucking prowess uh, with, with the alien ladies. Um, We've seen him plow one alien lady. How many illegitimate space kids pl- do we think that they Well, no, have? we know he was plowing on the fuck planet. 
injustice. Yep. Absolutely. Obviously. Definitely plowing. And we know he was plowing on rescue. The, yeah, the, the elected the, 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 one or the whatever lady, his name was. The ladies are in charge and everything's wrong. <laughs> we know he definitely masturbated in the harp porn episode. <laughs> and, and we probably know he had was... to after this episode concluded because Picard stopped in midstream or something. And we know that he probably was going to bang Minuet, who, let's admit it, was probably the consciousness of one of the Binars pretending to be a woman. Is that weird? Uh, anyway, no, but what I was going to say before we got onto that is the holodeck is... A cool invention. No, uh, so the holodeck, right? They know we are going to bang on it. Like that's why. Mm-hmm. That's part of the reason it's there. It's and why a, it has a let off. It's a let off some steam. Yeah. It's a let off some stream. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but I think they all of the holodeck characters should be pre-programmed, just like the safety controls that they have in there. They should not be able. You should not be able to be emotionally attached to holodeck mm. creatures. They should be strictly fuck puppets. One hundred, like no, like you the. You're just in there to dump some seed, and that's it. What about the people? Or receive or, 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 or get your get your get your whatever tickled. Yeah, or do whatever. Do whatever. You're in there but, to do whatever. A lady it getting is. fucked. I, I, I feel like you know, women want to get fucked by holograms as much as men want, want to fuck. <laughs> I'm not sure that's really it. Okay, no. so Chris is suggesting tickling, and you're basically ringing it like a cowbell. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck. <laughs> What has happened? <laughs> <laughs> <Bongo>. <laughs> I think bongo clip was my favorite though. That was good. Uh, Everybody can play bongos. <laughs> Isn't that a Curb Your Enthusiasm episode? Doesn't he like say something about like, how hard is it to... <laughs> Jesus Christ. Anyway. Um, someone's clitoris. So I, I don't know. So. It just seems irresponsible for the holodeck to be capable of creating things which are basically which a human being could or you know another alien could potentially grow an emotional attachment to I'm just gonna stop you right I'm just gonna stop you right there people marry their real dolls it doesn't Mm -hmm. matter if they're just fuck puppets people can fucking grow attached to anything that's true first of all second of all I think that might be a mental illness marrying a real doll maybe I don't know the people with the like anime pillows I don't know I'm not here to I'm not here to diagnose we sort of do get into over-attachment to fictional people with Barkley, eventually. Well, yeah, we get there, and yet we learn nothing. True. Um, really, the safety should just be, and this would piss everyone off, is just, you know, you get clothes off of a off of a holodeck person, and they're just a Barbie. Yeah. Just nothing. Smooth. No, that's terrible. Nobody wants that. Well, I don't want people fucking in the holodeck. Dude, Dude if, if I had a holodeck, I would fuck on the holodeck. Also... I would never leave the holodeck. I think it would be... I think it would just become... <laughs> Just doing like incredibly depraved shit, like like what was like the worst thing that you could imagine doing, and that's what you would end up doing. <laughs> that that reminds me, pretty bad. Yeah, things. That, you that, could do it. You that, could do it. That, you could do it. That reminds me. It might me solve it. pedophilia. Yeah, yeah. You know, I'm not kidding. I'm not being trite or, or, or like laughing about it. I'm saying honestly, give like me, whip me up some kids. You know, nah. like, I would that, like to think Picard. Give me not. five Wesleys and an axe. <laughs> <laughs> that, that I agree with. Just five Wesleys and an axe. But that actually reminds That's me the of, the name of the episode. Something now. I said about the binars, <laughs> which was uh, you know, they're like when oh. I forget who says it. It might be Wesley. It's like oh, it must be a lot of advantage. It must be plenty of advantages. You know, having a society so linked to technology. Like there are, there are. Some drawbacks, though. And they never say what they are. So my thought was, what I said was like, yes, we have seen all the porn. 
Mm. All of it. I assume the we drawback. cannot be aroused anymore. There is no act too depraved that can give us well, feelings. It's too late because I've already seen everything. <laughs> I've seen it all. Oh, God. But yeah, no, I think... Uh, anyway. We should get to the other episode. It's no, not we're not done talking about <laughs> child murder and masturbation. We can, we can talk about child murder in this one, too. Do have one question. Last question, I promise. Is holodeck fucking technically just masturbation? Yes. Okay, great. Hmm. Moving on. <laughs> is, is murdering Holodeck Wesley's technically suicide? Yes. Mine? No. So No, but it is masturbation. <laughs> too short a season. Uh, if I may... Uh, oh, you hated it. I didn't like it. If I may wow. steal something from you, Caitlin, seemed to have too short a script. Actually, I think it had too long a script. Really? Because I think this would have been a fantastic episode. If not... If not... For the entire Jameson plot. So the entire well, episode. No. <laughs> this episode would have been great if, if it, it didn't exist. Ja- well, I mean, you know, you it's have Jameson. You just have Jameson, the admiral, who is famous and revered for having negotiated this peace. And revered for his amazing makeup job. No, no, no. You know, he you looked know, great. You, just, you know, in my... Okay, I'm going to rewrite it. In my version of this episode, you cast an actual old man to well, play yes, Jameson. Yes, please. Yes, please. And... And he Could comes on the and he comes on board the ship. Oh, he's so. like and you know Picard like gets a little boner. He comes on board the ship <laughs> yeah. in the holodeck or everywhere. Okay, great. No, he needs a, like like the episode, <laughs> episode opens. The cold open is like Picard's getting a little boner. He's like ah oh, you know my whole my whole career number one. I've been I've been angsting to work and meet the uh, the great. Jameson, no, so, you know who. And then you, they play catch together. Yeah. So kind of like the the boner. Uh, Crusher had last episode for that physician. Yeah, with that that plot thread that goes nowhere. So kind of like that. Oh, there was a okay, cut so, scene. So uh, well, quickly, there was a cut scene from one one zero zero one zero zero one in which we do see Bev with that hotshot cybernetics dude, and he's like twenty years old. Oh, oh, and she does. And it she's so she like, can't oh god, I'm old as fuck, and everything I've done is a lie, and I've accomplished nothing. She finds out that he and Wesley are playing words with friends together. And she can't fuck him. <laughs> should have joined them to see like look here's what someone young can actually do whereas you're doing fucking nothing and then the young guy could have been like shut up Wesley (laughs) sorry anyway I got us off course so anyway so so Jameson comes on board Picard's got a little little boner form and you know and he's this great man he's negotiated all these peace treaties and then the episode and then you know episode plays out we go to the planet maybe it's you know there's some filler in there and we find out just as we do that it was a fraud the whole time that he only was able to negotiate the peace for which he is most famous by violating the prime directive and giving weapons and leading to 50 years of war mm. on this planet and then you have sort of and then you still have the same resolution where he goes down there and like he ends up dying or you know, but he just dies he, of Ibertson's he just dies or dies of the disease he has and the leader of the planet's like, oh, this pathetic man, you know, uh, well, whatever. And Picard, and for Picard, it's a it's a lesson in, you know... Never meet your heroes. Yeah, never meet your heroes. And also, yeah, we shouldn't fuck with the Prime Directive. Mm. You know? Cause we, so, we cut, got, so, cut, so, so leave everything but cut the reverse aging part. The, yeah, because that was the dumb part, right? Uh, the whole point of the episode was the, the writer wanted to explore... Andropause, which is the male version of menopause, Man does not exist. Was this a? Uh, it does. DC fun. I didn't write it down. It, it doesn't exist for every guy, but it is a thing where men stop producing so much testosterone, and it does cause problems. 
So it's not... Yeah, but I think the whole, like, the the existence of a male menopause that, you know, just is... Menopause. Andropause. Menopause. Menopause. (laughs) Uh, No, it's rejected by the medical community, and that's why drug companies are over-marketing the hell out of it to sell testosterone and human growth hormone. Nice. So, not only is the old age makeup bad... Oh, it's so bad. So bad. It doesn't make... Each iteration is bad. It doesn't make... All of them. It makes sense. Because we see bones, right? Earlier in the season. We he's saw bones, yes. He's supposed to be 120. Mm-hmm. And he's got, you know, old age makeup. But he still looks better than Jameson, who's yes. supposedly only in his 80s. Like, but Jameson like, is very ill. True, but still, it's like, if people are living to 120 on the reg, then 80-year-olds should look 50-ish, maybe? Yeah, but his wife, who's presumably the same age as him, does look She looks great. Yeah. She looks like an, you know, in her yeah, They probably would, like you possibly. said... Just wave it away. It's the Ibertson's disease. That's, yeah, that's what, that it was is my Iberson's, right? Iberson. Iberson, that was close. My assumption. Yeah. It is like funny, though. I was looking at it, it's like, are they trying? It's like, the makeup with him was like a weird mix of what they did to DeForest Kelly and old Biff from Back to the Future 2. <laughs> like, it crushed those yeah. together. And I then he did he that horrible... Like a, I thought he looked like a Muppet. He reminded mm. me of Lazarus. He did not look like a human person. Did you ever see... No, there was a movie not. from... I want to say it had to be the early 90s... We've probably even talked about it on here before because I think about this movie often and how weird it is. Bloody um <laughs> Nothing but trouble. Never even heard of it. I don't know it. Yes, yes, seems yes. the fucking thing they put Dan Aykroyd in, Dan? the judge. He's horrific. Oh, you told me about this movie. I have because my stepdad introduced me to it like a hundred years ago. And doesn't isn't like some isn't there like a rap group that gets yeah eaten, it's, like or par- parliament or that's yeah, not a rap group that's a funk. No, group, it's but, but it's it's. Tupac Shakur's screen debut is that movie. Well, that's unfortunate it for is. Tupac Shakur. It's an unfortunate movie. Yeah, yeah that Better movie's... than your last movie being Street Fighter. I mean, it's better mm. than... Yeah, no, it's not. It's a terrible movie. I don't think it is better than that. I, I think it's, I can't, it's, pro- I can't it's probably lie. worth watching if only for the weirdness factor of that movie. It's so fucking, it's so fucking weird. weird. The, like, big baby things. The and, weird big like, baby things. Oh, my God, it's so fucking So what's the weird. correlation we're making? Oh, terrible oh, the old makeup. makeup. Oh, yeah, the makeup so, so basically the, the, the character played by Dan A- One of the characters played by Dan Aykroyd. Ooh, multiple movie. characters. Yeah, the main character he plays is this wicked old judge thing, uh, and they put aging makeup on him and like I'm pretty sure they like they made the nose out of a dildo because it like looks like it's got like a mushroom tip I could see that um, yeah. but like it's like this horror... are you looking at the Dan Aykroyd makeup right now makeup. no he's looking at dick pics again it's, god damn well it basically is uh, oh god it's horrible age makeup it I reminds, thought you were kidding about the nose me, we see it I haven't Jameson. seen it in a long time it is quite bad and yeah it does look like he actually has oh like my a... god he does he has a dick tip what the shit this we technically can share on the Facebook page. It does. It does. See. It looks like a penis head. Yeah, it's got the, it's got it's the got little, little yeah, it's got the urethra. urethra. <laughs> but yes, you're right. That is about <laughs> urethra. Gesundheit. Alright, Leslie Nielsen. But no, you're right. That is some quite abysmal. I mean, the thing is, we were talking about this on the way over. Old age makeup is. Rarely great. In a word, like good? they've maybe like, started to nail it. Well, maybe not nail it. It's gotten better within, I'd say, the last decade-ish. Yeah, you know what's really with, fixed with, is CG. CG is taking care of that. Mm-hmm. But like I was actually, we were talking about this. There's this movie which, um, what's it called again? Synecdoche, New York. Synecdoche, New York. Which 
Schenectady? No, 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 it is. It's, it's, it's a different one. Oh. Yeah, it's on purpose. Uh, it's it's a movie that uh, sucks a lot. Oh. Caitlin hates it. I was totally on board until the last twenty minutes when I feel like it falls apart. I was fucking never on board. But either way, it has, if nothing else, some of the best old age makeup I've ever seen in that's, anything. That's true. It yeah. is fucking phenomenal. And it was what's his name? Truman Capote there. Philip Seymour Hoffman. Hoffman. May he rest mm. in peace. Um, Isn't. So it's called synecdoche. Is it like the part of speech synecdoche? I think it must be. Yeah. When yeah, when some full disclosure, an item represents a larger yeah, which is definitely what the whole movie is. And like, I just, I think I'm just too stupid to get it. Like, I I just really didn't. I I was like, I don't like this. I don't understand what's happening. The chronology's all weird and. Ugh, is I the title like a it. play on Schenectady? Probably. It is, yeah. We, it's, yeah. If you ever see it, you'll, yeah. Okay, anyway. Yes, anyway. but this, so, yeah, the, the old age makeup on, on Jameson was, was horrifying. I don't know bad. if it was worse than his acting as an old person. Oh, good, the voice he put on. Oh. Hello, Captain! No, no I'm doing too, too well. Because yeah. he kept the speech up right up until we saw him in his youngest form. I yeah. Think. When like, he looks yeah. like he's 20. Like when they kept having those scenes in the briefing room with the in lights his, down in low. In shadow. Oh, well, God, that was I, so overused. I thought he was, so I thought... That in that scene when he's talking to Carnitas, that he was, I know that's not really his name, oh, he that was he was like voice. doing a voice oh, to, to, to like fake him out. Oh, right. That was kind of, because he didn't want him to, he didn't want the chick to be up, you know, you gotta keep it secret that he's gonna but be all young and shit. was stupid plan? Because he would have got to the planet. I don't know, roundhouse like, kick the doors like, down? Like, say, I don't know. Did he know that, it, that the, the, de-act, the de-aging would go this fast? I don't know. Maybe I mean, he just thought, oh, it'll give me got some energy. Some, and... He got some black market drugs on eBay. Like, he probably yeah. didn't know what the fuck was going mean, to happen. Honestly, though, to, to your point, that probably, he was probably going to rescue the hostages. They beam out, and then he'd beam into Carnitas's office and roundhouse kick him and be like, Got the hostages, asshole! Look who's young again! Yeah, and then he'd now shit I'm gonna on his force desk. my wife to be young too, even though she doesn't seem very into it. And also, in my ideal world, he actually would have just become a baby at the yeah. end. I think that was the original uh, idea. Yes, I'm so glad. I was like, he took these fucking Benjamin Button drugs. Yes, yes. I hope the fuck he becomes a baby. But then he'd have to be a dead baby, and that's weird. Uh, well, originally, what I read is that he doesn't die in the original script, but reverted to a 14 year old who no longer remembered his wife. <gasps> and it ended on Wesley giving him a tour of the Enterprise. A tour of the Enterprise. That. Why is that in quotes? A tour of his rectal cavity. Yes, thank you, Jake. My very subtle. <laughs> Gross. Ugh. Okay, there we go. Too young. Gross. Ugh. Ugh. I hope Roy Moore is. No, I don't hope he's listening, actually. He's our, he's our really... biggest fan. Oh, God. Roundhouse, kick him in the face, Jameson. You know what I could use? Roy Less. Yeah. Ah! Right, let's... yeah, no, that, that. The ending we got was definitely the better ending. Because, I don't I, I mean, he doesn't deserve a second chance. And that's no, what it is. He the didn't only, have any chance. The only one that would have been sad about that ending was his wife. You know? He gets to do it all over again. He gets to not be this criminal. Like, fuck him. Uh, yeah, I wish he could. I honestly, I think, but, you know, no, I don't even think that. I think this is a shitty ending, too. I think the better ending would have been. He gets he, old again. He gets old again and has to, or even if he doesn't get old again. Yeah, maybe he doesn't. Maybe he lives at his. He, he stops de-aging at, you know, 30 or whatever he was. Yeah. And... And his wife leaves him. And his wife leaves him, and he's disgraced, and he has to live in prison for the rest of his life 
which is now a lot fucking longer mm. because he's so young now. Well, so do we actually think he would have lived a whole nother life over? Or do we think it just was like cosmetic ish? No, because it was fucking with his organs yeah, too. Like, yeah, he fucked up his cells. Yeah, like, you're his right. Cells no, themselves you're right. are reverting. Cells so, themselves. Yeah, overall, I mean, I don't know. I, I like the overall idea. It just, I again, you, I know you said this, Caitlin. It felt like they'd run a little short and they had to kind of repeat things. Yeah, they and... just kept going back to, like, and the whole scene with, like, Troy and Crusher and what's-her-name being like, I just don't understand why he would do this. Oh, can we also just briefly mention how fucking useless Troy continues to be? Hey, she was a great help in one one zero one one zero zero one. The episode she wasn't in. <laughs> Booyah! Um, That's why it's the greatest episode yeah, of the this season. This episode didn't have Wesley, but it did have Troy. It's like they they switch off who the who which useless character. <laughs> Although I mean, Wesley they actually make use of inadvisably, but like Troy again, she's what? in this episode. She's briefly. in a low cut blouse. What else do you want? Yeah, and like they even make it a point. To be like, you know, this 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 weird tension between Picard and Crusher about Jameson's emotional state, you know. And, I forgot about that. And like, it's like a weird tense scene. It's like, well, why would Crusher be monitoring his emotional state when Troy is the ship's True. psychologist? And she's supposedly an empath. Even though she, yeah. she barely proved she gave him a she gave him the stink eye yeah. on the bridge for a bit. I oh yeah, like I sensed a holding back. And it's like I get that you can't say in front of Jameson that you meant him, but I don't think she ever pulled Picard aside and went, I met Jameson. Yeah. Jameson's a lying through his teeth and he's obviously fucking creepy and yeah. probably a villain, so That was the other thing that was weird was <laughs> like, you know, I mean, overall I did like a lot of this one, but there were some strange things, like the fact that Picard was still taking orders from him after he admitted his, like, deceit back in the day. It's like, I'm pretty yeah. sure at that point... You should have reported him. Yeah, like, at that point, you get to go, well, you're super under arrest and no longer in charge of this. Yeah. yeah that's a good point. Yeah, that's true. But, you know, Picard was just being a man's man. Letting him, man's man, do his man's Letting him thing. fuck up. Yeah. That's really what it was. He was oh, letting fuck. him fuck up. fuck. Hopefully he'll just get killed. Yeah. Also, Jesus. Like, I think that, you know, the plot point, you know, with the de-aging medicine, you know, the fact that it was like, alien. Fell off the, fell off the, yeah, but like, the drug know, but truck. But it was also like, oh, this is impossible. Like, I just, that's so, I, I felt that was stupid. It, it, it reeked of like, spiritual sort of like. Oh, it's magic. It's literal magic. Well, you know why it's really unbelievable, actually? Because if there was an alien with that kind of technology... We'd exploit it. Yeah, we'd yeah. have it. Everyone There's... would have it. Yeah, they'd yeah. find would out a way to make it work. Reaping the benefits. Yeah. Like, well, and But here's the thing. For all we know, it may have worked fine. He took double dose. You're not supposed to... If you fucking took a double dose of any medicine, it might make you feel unwell. Well, I'm like, not saying... Also, you're supposed to take it over the course of two years, and he just downed it. Holy shit, really? That's what he said. Well, yeah. I think they also mentioned what? that other people had tried it before to ill effect. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He oh, it had, a high, it had a high yeah, mortality that's when you rate. Take, take it, give it to doctors, and they'll fix it, yeah. or see right. if it actually does no, work. No, you're, you're right. Well, like, no, that's, I was arguing. But, I was but like, how do we know it doesn't work? But we do know it doesn't but work, here's so like it's my fault. Here's, here's yeah. a more realistic and in-world-making sense uh, version of this. This is a known drug and a known procedure mm-hmm. that has that has been around. It does have a high mortality rate. And his Iversons makes it especially complicated and tricky. Maybe. And because of the high mortality rate, because of the risks involved, 
you know, and and maybe side effects that are really bad. It's banned. It's like a banned. It's like mm. a drug. It's banned mm. substance. Much like visiting whatever that planet is. It's like one of the only things they still have the death. Yeah, for. Talos. Yeah, it's, it's like that, or it's like you know, using proto matter and the Genesis. It's basically using. It basically is the Genesis device, isn't it? Kind of. Yeah, that's true. Um, like they launched it into him with like a little slingshot. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> Um, Here comes the spaceship. <laughs> Here comes the Genesis device. Open up. So yeah, maybe that's maybe that's what it is. Maybe it's just proto matter. That's literally maybe. what the medicine is. That'd be interesting. Proto matter is unstable and weird. Mm-hmm. It reminded I, me of um, I think I think it's XKCD comic where they're talking about all these ridiculous like spiritual things and other stuff like that, and the fact that they can't possibly actually work because if they did work, we would exploit them in various ways. Like mm. if fucking crystal therapy worked mm. it would be used in the medical realm if Ames, fucking tarot worked they would use it to like guess lottery numbers or something mm. yeah but tarot has no way to tell you numbers Ames. Uh, yeah but how it works. there are numbers on those cards caitlin but like only like one through 13 or something right isn't it isn't it like well they use base 13 you've Mix cards together to get the other numbers. Jesus Christ, you're right. We need to go get our tarot read and then play the fucking lottery. Mm. Great idea, Ames. But just we'll make sure we're counting in base 13. Um, one, one, zero, but yeah, I mean, that's zero, a good point. One. I think, um, you know, every 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 medium ever is has been exceptionally vague, yep. conveniently. Yep. Oh, I feel a... I feel... Chris, I feel a male presence. Do you have any male relatives who have died ever <laughs> in your entire life in your entire life do you have is there a grandparent or great grandparent or great great grandparent who's dead <laughs> all my grandparents are alive but not your great grandparents them too and the great greats only the great great greats are dead hmm, that be, one then burn must be one of them then <laughs> he wants uh, to let you, he wants to tell you cool beard <laughs> Nailed it! <laughs> All right, they totally bought it. Thanks, Papa. That is something my great 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 grandfather would say if he would, if I had ever. And known he him. had a great beard. <laughs> if anything, my great 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 grandfather probably just hated Lincoln. Mm. But yeah, so this episode, it's interesting because I appreciate the fact that there wasn't a pointless B plot like some of the episodes have had, like no pointless bullshit yeah, there, with there, Wesley. Uh, but they were kind of yeah, one I was gonna the say, same. They kind of was a pointless B plot, which is I'm gonna live forever. But that, like, and I'm gonna bone my hot wife. But it was it was intertwined. Yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't like a completely separate. Yeah, story. it wasn't like how oh you know in 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 some episodes it's been like we're dealing with a crisis and then Crusher comes in and is like John Luke talk to Wesley. <laughs> <laughs> Not right now. We are under attack. What is wrong with you? So I appreciate that they didn't have that, but it still did feel like the episode was stretched out to fill the time slot. Yeah, it just yeah. felt like they were sort of... Yeah, I, I definitely felt like it was a little but, too short. But, again, good moment for Picard at the end, the big speech to Karnas, being all like, you dick, you didn't have to use the weapons, now look, Whoa. but much more eloquent in British. Yeah, felt French. like... And I, did, did anybody else notice on the wall of weapons behind Karnas was... Chris did notice. ...was a, a movie-era phaser. Two. Two. Yeah. There was a Star Trek II one and a Star Trek, I think... Like either three or five, one mm. or six. Chris paused and like identified. I was very excited. He was. They had modified though. They they changed the hilt and they got rid of the um, adjustment 
toggle from the Star Trek Two one. Oh really? Yeah. Why? Um, like, why do you know that? I had I had a scale replica one when I was a kid. Um, um, but yeah, no, they like clearly had wrapped something around the hill because the the handle in the original is the same sort of matte gray as the rest of it. I keep telling Jake every couple episodes this comes up when they're when that when they're carrying their phasers in their stupid holsters on their, oh, on their sides yeah. and they're sticking up in a stupid way it looks like they're just carrying dildos around. <laughs> yeah, those fucking dustbusters the, are fucking yeah, no, stupid. The, the type twos are awful. I just don't get why they don't just have a pew pew gun. Like, yeah, why I is don't it gotta know. be? Yeah, you know what? It's, it's like, like it's gotta be harder. To, this would be harder to aim. Absolutely, yeah. it would because like yeah, no, it's stupid. I no, hate it. It's dumb. It reminds me of the master's dick wand in uh, old Doctor Who. Like yeah, the I synth music in this episode. Yeah, so God. <laughs> this was great. We're listening to the music and it's all synthy. Very synthy. And Chris is like, what is this, fucking 80s, an episode of 80s Doctor Who? And at that moment, Jameson and his wife transported on board and he's in this little like wheelchair thing. And I was like, yeah, it is. And there's Davros. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It was a good moment. Although in reality, in a lot of ways, it kind of looks like the... Uh, the Pike mobile? No, the... the <laughs> it does a little like the Pike mobile. The hover wheelchair that Professor X has in the early 90s X-Men cartoon. What do they call you? Wheels? <laughs> yeah, overall, I mean, it was a pretty... It was a good, you know, good solid idea. Overall, I, kept, I, I, I kept, liked it well enough. I kept thinking that Carnus's hostage situation was going to be a bluff the whole time and that there weren't hostages at all. Mm. It was just a way to lure... Just a way to lure James. Well, and that's the thing. Why even bother having real hostages? That's true. I mean, for all we know... Starfleet yeah. would have taken his word for it regardless. It's Starfleet. It's what it's they like do. They're, not like they're checking up. That's a yeah, good that's point. the only thing, too. It's like, how did the truth about what happened the first time never come to pass? Oh, well, he managed to negotiate, and uh, now there's a 50-year civil war on, so... Hey, they suddenly have really advanced weapons I'm on sure these two and things they, are not related at all. Yeah, well, Jameson... Good old Starfleet admirals. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he's like... Oh, yeah, he's I, on your list. Yeah, he, he is. He was on my list, and I think... Which number was he? Do you remember? He wasn't super high on the like list. I feel like he should be super high, because he's terrible. There's a lot worse, though. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, Car- I mean, yeah, I know Cartwright does some bad things, but he didn't have this bad wake-up. <laughs> um, that's true. Well, that's interesting. Now, we, we, like, let's talk about this, right? Let's unpack this. It's separated from what happened because of it. Jameson's actions don't seem that bad. Okay, but, but then he does cause 40-odd years of civil war. He's also a little dick about it. Yeah. But then you think about, you know, Cartwright was part of this conspiracy which would have continued conflict between the Klingon Empire and the rest of the galaxy. Would have made the Klingons go out of, go, go extinct. Possibly, yeah. And then there'd be no conflict anymore. Mm. Uh, but the loss of life and genocide. But he was conspiring with the Klingons to do that. So. Yeah, I don't think anyone recognized the irony. Guys, just remember, Finney blew his whole fucking career by not tightening a screw enough. <laughs> <laughs> so That's a good point. I mean, that's Finney's version of events. I'm sure there were other reasons Finney never got Yeah, promoted. he also whipped it out in a meeting or something. <laughs> yes. Or Finney was just, you know, kind of a useless <laughs> asshole. He kind of feels like he was a useless I asshole. I prefer to think he whipped it out in a meeting. I think that's good. This I has think... been a... This is coming coming full circle uh, on the is, dick thing here. Speak, yeah. Speaking of full circle... <laughs> um, Jerk. Yeah, so... Every no. time. Um, fucking time. So uh, we had a self-destruct, obviously, near yep. self-destruct this week. Made me think about Star Trek three, mm-hmm. and I'm something, so sorry. And then I realized, and I don't think we talked about this on the episode. If we did, you can cut this, but what the fuck was their plan in Star Trek three? 
Kirk yeah. just blows up their ride. And beams down. There was no the... reason for them to believe they would ever be able to get the Klingon ship. No, you're right. You know, like, they just blew up their ride. Yeah. Wow. Like, they would I, I would have, like... It was survival. They been... could, they you could to flood the... The, the, the transporter room with anesthesine gas. Yeah. You know? There's, like, tons of things that they yeah. could have done. Yeah. Like, really, the, the Klingon's argument that Kirk is a maniac <laughs> and murdered a Klingon crew has holds water. It definitely does. Because he didn't need to do that. No. He did it at his own peril because yeah. he knew the Genesis planet was fucked at that point because Savick had already told him that it that Protomatter yeah. was involved. Yeah. So he knew the planet was going away. He had no way of getting off that planet. He just wanted to murder a bunch of Klingons who just killed his son. Yeah. Wow. Well, the other thing too, and though, this, and his the rest of the crew went along with him. So those wow. guys. Well, the other thing is enablers. Like, don't let the guy whose son just died make the decision to kill the. Here's the everybody. thing, though. The, the only person who was around that could have fixed it was Spock, and he was 14 and learning how to. Fuck or whatever. Yeah, the, the justification I feel like they could use is like what, whatever was crazy. Whatever Kirk's mental state, yeah, you did have to keep the Enterprise from falling into the hands of the Klingons. Yeah, which could have happened. It could have happened, but they could have done a similar thing that they did in this episode, which is start the self destruct, stay on the ship, try to try to defeat the Klingons. If and that then, fails, yeah. then no, I feel up. like I feel like if. Every single time we pretend to go to self-destruct, yeah. and every single time we don't actually self-destruct, then it just feels like you know we're someone's dangling oh, yeah. the carrot no, over no, their no, head. I'm glad. I'm then... glad they blew up the ship in in that movie. But yeah, it was a fitting it. end. It was a tr- like that. It was a trade. We got Spock back, but we lost the ship. You know, it was fine. Yeah, but yeah, no. What was the great, What though. was the plan? Yeah, I never thought of that. Yeah, what was there? Like, there was a plan here, you know? Yeah, like, we're gonna, okay, alright, we're gonna, we're gonna have to blow up the ship and stop the Klingons. Okay, Captain, then what? We'll beam down to the planet. Okay, the planet's gonna blow up too. I, will, okay, I, I'll punch the Klingon into a volcano. (laughs) That will appease the gods. Kick. I have had enough of that guy. (laughs) I'll kick him into into the volcano. And then hope that there'll be one Klingon left on the ship to beam us up? <laughs> yeah. Okay, good. I'll have to know <laughs> enough Klingon it. to get my... To, and a good Krug impersonation yep. to get us beamed up. Oh, we'll have to get a horror right on it. And no, sir, I don't speak Klingon. Hopefully they don't have any armed room. guards in the transporter room. Mm. Anyway. Yeah, no, Picard's plan made more sense. Set the, set the thing. If we get under the bridge and subdue these guys, then we can turn it off. And if we can't, well, there we go. All right. Well, anyway, sorry to bring this back to Star Trek Three. Yeah, that's okay. Yeah, thanks. Uh, but it was. <laughs> but I thought Can we it was worth mentioning. We talked about the cage again. <laughs> we yeah. did bring up the Telosians. We did. We sure did. Yeah. What was Pike's plan? Okay. I think that is about all we can say about these two episodes and the Orville <laughs> and that Dan Aykroyd shitty movie and Star Trek Three and Star Trek Three <laughs> and everything else we got sidetracked on this week but uh needless to say i think we're all in agreement at least one one zero zero one zero zero one was a good episode yep yeah sounds like mixed bag with the jameson episode yeah i mean better than a lot we've seen this season but yeah some potential there but not not all in all not fully realized not fully realized not going to be a particularly rememberable memorable memorable Memorable. i'm gonna remember that makeup i'll remember that too yeah um but uh, certainly not a classic. And interesting, yeah, I feel like one one zero zero one zero zero one also is not a very 
well remembered episode either. Really, I thought it like I don't know. It's just like it. I feel like it's not. Ne- it's never really high on people's lists. Mm. It's because I think most people just sort of dismiss season one because also the they, consensus yeah. about season one yeah. is like, ah, oh, it's just trash. Also, they can't remember the title. Yeah, it's the one and zero one. The it's binary. Just, no, it's, oh. the, it's the it's the it's both pairs. There's one zero and zero one, and then there's one one zero. No, and then there's one one and zero zero, so it's all. It's the all it's the four up. yeah it's no it's the four it's the names of the four. That's binars. what I said. Yes, that's yeah, what I was trying to say poorly because okay. I can't talk human. Which brings up the point: if all binars are named two, two there's binary only four digits, possible names. There's only four possible names on their planet. Yeah. Um, and they're and they're in in decimal. Their names are zero, one, two, and three. Hmm. Yeah, that's interesting because does that mean that. Are there only four binars? Yeah, I was gonna say that's <laughs> no. They just all have the same name. There's just like <laughs> shitloads of like. I they, do like they their, have surnames. They're speaking. Do you think they have surnames? Or do you... Yeah, my name is zero one. Well, what's your last name? One one zero one zero zero one 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 zero zero one one zero one 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 zero one 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 zero zero. What's your name? Zero one. What's your last name? McGillicuddy. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Take us out, Jake. All right. Uh, next week, we'll be talking about two extremely forgettable episodes <laughs> Yay. in When the Bow Breaks and Home Soil. Ooh. Oh, wow. Great. Yeah. <laughs> and I say that they are forgettable because I do not, I couldn't, I couldn't, I haven't seen these yet This uh, for this rewatch, and I could not tell you what either of them are about. So... And I think the week after that, we're going to get uh, Wesley's uh, thing. Yeah, coming of age. Or, uh, no. Uh, yeah, heart. Oh, Heart of Glory. Oh, interesting. Um, <laughs> that's a good episode. Both of those are okay. But that's not next week. That's not next week. So next week, prepare to have another off-the-rails episode where we talk about nothing but the two shitty episodes. And then the following week, we might actually talk about Star Trek. Nah. This has been, of course, a star to steer her by, Star Trek podcast. You know, a friend of mine <laughs> told me that I am making a big mistake by not insisting on that people give us five stars. <laughs> because, yeah, no, one of our listeners was like, why do you tell people not to give you five stars? I'm like, because I, I you know, the whole thing about the honest review. It's not it, that you don't, you don't tell people not to give you five stars. You tell people to give you a, an, a, honest, an, honest an honest review. review. Yeah, but he says... Now, I don't know how this is, if this is true, but that the this number this number of stars you have greatly affects your your search ranking. They're like if you have low star. So here's what I'm gonna. So I'm changing my tune a little bit because I do want it to be high in the search, and I think other people, you know, you want other people to listen to us. If you don't want other people to listen to us, by all means, give us a shit review. But here's the thing: give us a five star review, but write your shitty comments in the comments section. <laughs> So five stars. Five, I hate your fucking stupid yeah, face. Yeah, that way, you know, that way we'll, you know, people will still show up in the thing. So I'm changing my policy a little bit on the reviews. <laughs> Give us a five star review if you think you've, you've deserved a five star review. If you think we've deserved four or lower, don't rate us. <laughs> no, serious. Give us the five, but again, tell us in the comments how shitty we are. Um, I actually love that. I would love to see a bunch of five star ratings just being like, "None of you are funny. Why are you laughing so much at these stupid things?" Yeah. Like, I just think that would actually no one, be kind of hysterical. No one cares about Why is your Chris dicks? making that face? Why do you want people to insult us? I don't know. Uh, just be funny. Emotional massacre. Yeah, we I could don't put know. T- we could we could put together like a promo that includes <laughs> all of the negative reviews. <laughs> that would be really funny. Oh, um, <laughs> Okay, anyway, uh, so of course, if you do want to review us, we encourage you to do that. You can do that, of course, at iTunes. Uh, I don't think you can actually review us on Google, or at least I couldn't see. I don't fucking know. I I don't even know how to use 
Google, Google for podcasts because I use yeah. other things. But anyway, so we are on those two platforms. I also any other like SoundCloud. Pod, podcast search engine SoundCloud. That's of course a star to steer her by. You can also get us on Facebook at Star to Steer Her By. We have Twitter and Tumblr where we're SSHB Podcast. We encourage you, of course, to check us out on all those platforms. Like, comment, review, do what you gotta do. Yeah, check out the Tumblr and see what Jake said about uh, Mark. Oh Jameson. yeah, that's right. I have an article up there uh, from way back where I. Uh, list the top 10 worst admirals jameson is among them as are some of our past favorites actually i think chronologically like not because we've seen cartwright already but i think chronologically jameson might be the first uh because i don't think decker made it because he's technically a carnivore um and he wasn't really evil he was just a little crazy yeah understandably Uh, so yeah okay so as i've already said this is a start of steer her by my name is jake this is chris this has been ames and this is always caitlin go fuck yourourselves be sure to tip your yeoman? You're terrible at taglines. We've, we've still got to find out how we're signing out from this. Nope, yeah. I don't think so. <laughs> I think we're doing great. Go, yeah, oh, let's see. Uh, How's your uh, clinging? Go, Axel Wesley. Go fly a kite. Alright, so... Uh, and Jake thinks that I take forever when I do synopsis. Yeah, that was a long... So, we got so a little we, off track. So before we go to anything else, we got to talk about Sir Patrick's Boner again, right? Why? Sorry, what? Do they, in England, issue knights with special condoms that are designed to look like old-timey knight helmets? Like they they, they don't. Grill in the they don't. I don't think they do. No, they There's don't. something wrong with you, Chris. But yeah. you could probably 3D print one just probably. to place on your dick. I just don't think that's the thing. You, you get knighted... And then the queen hands you this box of special... I want someone to 3D print cute little dick helmets. <laughs> I would buy a gross. Uh, no, someone's going to steal that idea and open up a store on Etsy. Do we know anybody with a 3D printer? Yes. Let's get on it. Take all of that out. We're doing it. We're going to make shitloads of money. Dick helmets? I mean, I'm going to... You gonna... could do all kinds of different ones. We could do, like, Spartan soldiers. We could do, like, Trojan War shit. We could, we could fucking... Trojan War! It's ah, perfect! There you go. <clears throat> All right, there it is. There's our billion-dollar business idea. Dick Helmets. Herodotus' <laughs> Dick Helmets. I'll reserve the domain. DickHelmets.com. <laughs> it might already exist. Probably already exists, because isn't helmet already a, a, a slang for dickhead? Urban Dictionary Penis Helmet. A small helmet, usually made out of an alloy used to protect the head of your penis, can be worn with or without a dick strap, so I think they exist. Whatever, we're going to make them dick great. Strap. We're going to make dick helmets great again. Yeah. I call Jake a dick strap all the time. Dick strap. This one's dressed as Speed Racer. Is it actually a dick? Let me see it's it. It's actually a dick. Oh, this guy. It's Evil Knievel, first of all. Yeah, it no says it right you. under it. But also... No, that's wrong. That's Speed Racer's M on his helmet. Oh, yeah, you're right. Whoever that's tagged it is wrong. Stop They're showing wrong. it to Sorry. me. Ames doesn't want to see the dick. Listeners, needless to say, this will not be shared on the Facebook page. Just Google Stop penis showing helmet. us Just dick Just pixelate it. <laughs> Chris, put your dick away. No one wants to see your dick helmet. <laughs>